Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. everybody it is conservative mama and you are listening to the conservative mama podcast i am your host sarah b and of course this is the podcast that is fighting back against liberal lunacy the lies of feminism and the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those f-bombs that truly matter faith family friendship and now more than ever freedom as always, you guys know how to get a hold of me. You can catch me over on the Instagram at Lady Devil Dog USMC, as well as my backup account, which is still active. It is Conservative Mama Podcast. You can also email me at Conservative Mama Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, it is October 18th. That makes it Monday. Tomorrow is my birthday, if anybody cares. Um, I know my mom does. Uh, <laughs> so happy birthday to me. Um, I'm not going to tell you how old I am because you guys don't need to know that. And a lady never tells. Um, anyhow, it is my birthday tomorrow. No, I don't have anything lined up. I don't have any special plans. We were supposed to go camping this past weekend and we didn't go. Um, we canceled that. Uh, so, you know, we just stayed in town and got some stuff done around the house, I guess. I know it's not exciting. I know, I know, I know. But, um, we stayed back because uh, Isaac felt uh, or sounded a little bit raspy to us. Like, um, you know, the weather's changing. It goes from, you know, a nice warm 73 degrees one day to 51 degrees the following day. So um, Mother Nature is ripping through Illinois like, uh, like you know, she saw a uh, state trooper or something. You know, one minute she's, you know, 90 and the next minute she's doing, you know, 55. So... Nobody knows what the heck is going on. You never know how to dress. The morning, it's it's cold. Um, you know, it's got that fall, crisp chill in the air. It feels wonderful. Um, you know, and then uh, the, during the day, it shoots right back up again. So you're just never sure. Um, so anyhow, I took the week off. It was glorious. I really didn't do much of anything. Um, I got some stuff done that I wanted to, or I got something started that I wanted to. Uh, you know, I need to be a little bit further along with my other podcast and, you know, we've just had some, uh, you know, paths crossing. So, um, we're getting that ironed out, but that's okay. Cause it's mine and I can start whenever I want. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this finds you very well. Um, you know, uh, I know that it, it sort of seems like, um, everything is kind of going upside down. Uh, I've seen some pictures going around uh, the gram of grocery sh grocery store shelves. Really? That's the word that's going to trip us up tonight. We need like a bell or something. Ding, 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 ding. That's the first word that she screwed up. Um, let's toss some names in next. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some pictures going around of grocery stores uh, not having food on the shelves and thankfully that's not happening here yet 
Um, but if you are in an area where you are seeing this, could you let us know? Could you let uh, the conservative mama podcaster folks, the pod people, could you let us know where you are and where you're seeing this? Um, I, like I said, I'm seeing some pictures, but I, I don't see them tagged. So, you know, in full disclosure, you want to be able to say, well, this is happening here in this town. Um, I think it is very different if you're seeing it happening, obviously in North Korea or Venezuela, right? We sort of expect that at this point, but, um, sadly, sadly, we expect that at this point, but you know, if this is happening in Florida or if this is happening in, you know, Massachusetts, it would be very curious to know that. Um, at least here in Northern Illinois, um, we haven't seen it yet, but, um, we are stocking up, you know, I do want to take a moment uh, before we kind of kick off and go through some of these crazy headlines I'm looking at. Um, that is, you know, I think it's a very good idea to have some emergency food planned for yourself and your family. Um, you know, if you can go and spend a little bit extra each paycheck, then I suggest very strongly you do it. Get water you know, get some toilet paper, you never know, um, you know, get some cleaning supplies, get some canned goods, get some extra chicken or, or whatever you can freeze. Um, frozen vegetables are another thing, you know, you don't want to be left without. Um, but you guys don't forget that you can go over to the dollar store too and get, uh, cleaning supplies. Um, I think everybody, uh, or not everybody, but a, a majority of folks sort of just think of Walmart or they think of, you know, the big box stores, a food lion or, or, um, Piggly Wiggly or wherever you are. Um, that all depends on your demographic, right? But don't forget dollars, dollar stores have, uh, they've got wipes, they got baby wipes, they've got toilet paper, they've got, you know, all of this. Um, and maybe nobody's making a run on those items over there cause they're not thinking about it. So, you know, go, and I'm not saying, you know, buy up the whole lot, but, um, you know, put aside a couple of, of, you know, uh, containers of, uh, Clorox wipes and stuff. Just the world gets messy. So it's good to have these things anyway. So, you know, it, like I said, I think having a plan is always a positive. You don't want to get caught like last year, you know, the great toilet paper shortage of 20. I think we'll all remember that. Um, you don't want to get caught without these items, right? So get some canned food, get some stuff that you can set aside and then, you know, put it in a safe place for a rainy day. You know, hopefully we don't need it. But if we do, because there are shortages, you're, you look around. I think I told you guys, I ordered a couch um, in June and now they're all over the place. It was supposed to be here by the 1st of October. Obviously that has come and gone. Um, I think by Friday of, of last week, they said, eh, it could be another 12 weeks. They don't know. And then today it was like, eh, it could be four to six weeks. Nobody knows. The thing is that they don't even know where it's at. So <laughs> it could be on a flatbed somewhere. It could be in a tractor trailer. It could be in a warehouse. It could be at a storefront. Nobody knows. Nobody knows where this thing is. So um, we brought our, our sectional up from the basement and, um, you know, it's one of those that you can break into cubes, like it just is piece by piece. So it's so great. Um, 
I love the thing. We got it from Costco <laughs> of all places, you know, but when you get two kids, honestly, do you really, two kids, two cats and a dog, uh, do you really need super nice furniture? Cause you know, one of those jerks is going to uh, destroy it. Right. So we brought, we bought it from Costco uh, a couple years ago and we brought it up. Um, and it's actually working out really, really nicely. So whatever, you know, forget you Ashley furniture. I don't know what's, go- what's going on. So that's what's, uh, up in my world. Hopefully you guys are doing at least a little bit of prepare. I apologize if you can hear my chubby intern in the background. He's meowing like crazy because he wants to come in here. Um, He doesn't need anything. He just wants to disrupt the show. So I'm ignoring him. So please uh, um, ignore him as well. Okay, so let's talk about some of these headlines. Um, First, I want to say I saw on Instagram, and now I can't remember where I saw it, but the nurse, do you guys remember the nurse who took the vaccine on air and then 15 minutes later fainted? Allegedly, it's going around that um, she died that day. I think they said it was, what, December 17th or something like that? She took the, the vaccine live on air. 15 minutes later, she passed out. And they downplayed the entire situation. I mean, this is a trained uh, professional. She is a nurse. Like, they know how to give, uh, and you know, shots. They know what to expect when they receive them. They know how the body works. They know all of this. These are not ignorant people. Um, and she went into this believing that it was safe. And allegedly, she has since passed away. It sounds like she passed away that same day. I say allegedly because I don't have any further proof um to give you I just wanted to kind of spit that out uh because if that's true and it was covered up you know so that other people get the jab how sinister is this you know, I, I mean how sinister is this entire plot you know I think we agree on the pandemic we agree on um you know kind of side-eyeing the vaccine you know I'm not telling people, you know, not to get it or get it because I'm not a medical professional, but for me and my own, um, we are not getting this thing. Um, there's, there's so many risks. And until we can have an honest, open conversation that is science-based and not politics-based, I am not interested. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a flu shot. I don't care if it's a hep C shot. I don't care if it's, you know, whatever else you get shots for. I don't care. Um, if it can't be a science-based, a data-based discussion where we can actually have a conversation about the adverse effects, about these concerns that other people have, other medical professionals, research scientists, Nobel Peace Prize winners. I mean, if we can have a conversation, an open dialogue regarding these concerns, then I'm interested. But until that time, don't come at me with this crap because, you know, if we can't have that conversation, then this isn't in my best interest. It isn't for health and safety. It's for something else. So that being said, we are seeing some wins across the board all of a sudden, aren't we? Did you guys see Southwest Airlines? I'm pretty sure you guys have already been made well aware of the victory of Southwest airline pilots who threatened to not fly. They're like, fine, you, you want to threaten our jobs. You want to say you have to take this vaccine. 
um, or get fired, then fire us, fire all of us. And they're, they absolutely shut down airports. They had to rewrite or reroute flights. Things were canceled. I think I saw something like 27% of the flights in one day were canceled because they didn't have any pilots to fly. Good for you. This is absolute tyranny. It's tyranny. It doesn't matter if you believe the vaccines are good or if you believe the vaccines are not good. It really doesn't matter what you believe as far as the safety and efficacy of these things, right? Like push that aside. The fact that you, that, that businesses are requiring people to choose this drug, this vaccine that, that maybe they don't want for any number of reasons, right? Um, or their job. So you're making them choose between feeding their family or injecting themselves with something. That's tyranny. It's also highly illegal. We have the Nuremberg Codes, people. Remember that. Remember what came out of the horrors of World War II. Remember that. We lost millions and millions of lives so that what? We would forget 70, 80 years later? What is wrong with this? What is wrong with us? That's what I want to know. So the, the pilots walked out. They're like, nah, we're good. We're all set. And Southwest is like, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. We'd really, we really do want to fly these friendly skies. I don't know if that's even their, um, is that their slogan, flying the friendly skies? Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, and now Delta is following along. Good. You know what? Can I just say, uh, I have been trapped in more cities due to Delta flights, uh, not because of their pilots, but because of their terrible customer service um, <laughs> and their serious lack of communication. Yeah, I have been trapped in more places thanks to Delta. So not my favorite airline, but I was glad to see that they were um, also loosening the reins, right? Like, maybe it's not such a good idea. And this is happening across the country. Look at what happened in Seattle. Of all the places where police have been just absolutely demonized, Seattle is one of two, right? You've got Seattle and you've got Portland, um, which is weird because George Floyd had nothing to do with either of those places. But look what happened in 2020. So um, it's almost like that was planned. And now after everything the Seattle PD has been through in the last year and a half, um, they decided, well, we're going to mandate vaccines or you guys lose your jobs. And the Seattle PD is like, bye. <laughs> really? You could take this job and shove it. And uh, that's what they said. And that's what they did. So good for them. Um, I know it's difficult because now they have to make choices, you know, that is absolutely going to affect their family. But again, what choice do you really have? You are being forced to choose between something that maybe you find unethical. It's made out of aborted fetal cells. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what, you know, if you see H-E-K, that means human embryonic kidney. Okay. That's what H-E-K stands for. Um, this is absolutely made out of or made within aborted fetal cells. It touches the cells of an aborted baby. And I thought about this the other day and I thought, you know, this particular little girl died in the 70s and um, 
you know, she never had a chance to live. She never had a chance to live her little life and, and change her world in some way. Maybe she would have solved the, the cure for cancer or, you know, um, any number of things, any number of things. Maybe she would have brought about world peace. Who knows? We'll never know. But, you know, Big Pharma can argue her life was more valuable in death than it would ever have been in, in her living it out. That would be Big Pharma's take. Is that how they, you want them to think of you? Like, your life is more valuable if you die? How can we use you? How can we use this narrative? How can we push this? How can we, you know what I'm saying? Like, what a disgusting thought. It was awful. I didn't like it. But I thought it, so I'm sharing it. So we're seeing this more and more. People are saying, no, thank you, not taking it. And it's, it's, I think that's contributing a lot to this worker shortage, right? First of all, of course, we cannot let Joe Biden slide. Um, if you are going to pay people to stay home, they are not going to go to work. Hello? It doesn't take rocket science to figure that one out. But if you are forcing people to choose between their jobs and, um, an experimental vaccine for which we can't even have an honest, open dialogue about, and you're telling us, believe the science and do as we say or else. Mm, Yeah, you're not going to find a lot of workers and you will find a lot more shortages. So I think, you know, um, these things go hand in hand. Um, And it looks like according to, like I said, I got some headlines here. Uh, According to the Federalist, ESPN reporter Allison Williams is forced out of a job over the vax coercion. And she said, I cannot put a paycheck over principle. Good for you, Allison Williams. Good for you. Good for you. And she's not alone. And why should she? Why, why should she have to put her paycheck over her principles? Why do we ask this of people? Especially, why do we ask this of people um, and we don't demand it of our leaders and our elected officials? If you are going to say, we have to do this, then you better lead by example because all of the world is watching. And, oh, well, the president got vaccinated. Did he though? It was a set. I mean, what was the point of the set? If he really got vaccinated, why couldn't he just do it in a doctor's office? Or why couldn't he just do it in the White House? Why, you know, they'll come to him. So why did they have to build an entire set to fool America into believing he's getting the jab? So we're supposed to believe that on this make-believe set, on this this make-believe environment, that he actually got the vaccine? Like that... The, what? <laughs> Do you see how these two things make Americans go, mm, probably not. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I don't know if that's right. Um, and then, you know, everybody has to wear a mask, but yet Joe and Jill Biden don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> Mayor, uh, I almost said Gordon Lightfoot. I, well, am I really wrong though? Uh, he at least was useful. He came up with some great music. Um, Mayor Lori Lightfoot was caught uh, you know, shamelessly not wearing her mask at an indoor sporting event, uh, while all the sheep around her dutifully wore theirs. Well, good. As long as you know the queen is in town, right? You know who to kneel to. People, wake up. Wake up. Your leaders aren't wearing your mask. I, you know what? I, in 
respect of, of close friends of mine, you know, they own a, a shop here in town. They have requested everybody who goes into the shop wear a mask. Fine. They are a private little business. Um, they need local people to shop there in order to stay afloat. I love them to pieces. They both have health concerns. So this is a lot more scary for them than it is for me. I honor their wishes when I go in there. I don't go in there a whole lot, but I do go in there and I'll, I'll wear my mask for them. But everywhere else, no, <laughs> no, I am not wearing it into the grocery store. I'm not wearing it into Old Navy. I'm not wearing it into Target. I'm not wearing it into your store, Walmart in Rockton, even though you tried to give everybody grief at the very beginning, but now you gave up and I can see that you don't care anymore. I see it in your employees' eyes. They're dying inside. Why? Why are you making them do this? The elected officials aren't doing this. Stop being a sheep. What do you think J.B. Pritzker is doing? Seriously? That man, I don't even think he lives in Illinois. He's got a home in Lake Geneva and he's got one in Florida. And those are just the two we know about. The guy's a billionaire. How many more homes does he got? Nobody knows. I don't know anyway. Other people might know. So, uh, you know, <laughs> why do we have to do it when they don't have to do it? So that's where I'm at with it. Um, I had another headline here and um, I don't remember what it was. Anyway, I just wanted you guys to know that when it comes down to these vaccines and, and pushing back and when it comes down to um, uh, these shortages, you guys have to understand these things go hand in hand. People are going to quit their jobs. I think we talked about it several weeks ago, um, there was a poll. I feel like it was a Gallup poll, but I, I, now I cannot remember. Darn you ADHD. Um, I think it was a Gallup poll though, that, that asked Americans, you know, what percentage of you would be willing to quit your job if they forced this vaccine mandate. 70% of Americans said they would quit their job rather than be forced to take this vaccine. 70%. Imagine if just a third of those people were in the service sectors, uh, restaurants, you know, maybe in, you know, stocking shelves at grocery stores, whatever. That is a lot of people. That is a lot of people who are saying, nah, I'm good. Thank you very much. And also, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. Um, I cannot remember. I think uh, this, who had her on? I can't remember. Um, and now I can't remember her name. Why do I do a podcast? Why do I even bother? I can't remember anything. I want you guys to look for something. Try to find the executive order that um, forces this mandate where, where, where did this, I know Joe Biden threatened us and he said, you know, uh, in the next hundred days or whatever, any, or the next, however many days, I forget what his cutoff was. Um, all employers of a hundred, you know, with a hundred people or more are going to have to, you know, demand vaccines or else, right? That was his big thing. Like if you have over a hundred people, 101 people, um, you have to mandate the vaccine. Uh, where's that? I mean, he said it. We know he said it. We've got it on sound bites. You know, you can, you can read it. You can read the transcripts. But where is it in writing? He didn't put pen to paper. 
He didn't turn this into an executive order. This isn't passing through Congress somewhere as a little tiny baby law. No, ladies and gentlemen, he just spoke it. Just like, you know, here the other day or today or whatever, where he goes off about us losing our, our, our liberties. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's because of your party there, jackwagon. Awesome job, though. You know, thanks for at least acknowledging the fact that we have less freedoms and liberties than we did even 15 years ago. Yeah, that would probably be because of Democrats, you know, uh, voter fraud. That would contribute to it hugely, as a matter of fact. Uh, you know, that's just one item. We could go down a whole litany of things. So, yeah, when he's ranting and getting angry and people are sitting there uncomfortably listening to this, you know, crazy dementia patient going off about, we've lost more liberties than, you know, in 15 years than we've gained. Yeah, yeah, usually you don't gain liberties. You have to fight for them. So you hit the nail on the head there, champ. Good job. You, I don't know if you're off your meds or on your meds. That was a coherent thought. But uh, too bad you didn't follow it through and then turn around and look at Nancy Pelosi and the rest of her ilk and go, this is your fault. And, and then realize, too, that you also had a hand in it. Good job. As a matter of fact, you are responsible for writing the, uh, the bill that became a law into, uh, you know, for incarcerating more African-Americans than anybody before you. So great job between you and Bill Clinton. You really hit the nail on the head. But you know what? If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Remember that? If you are black, why did you vote for Joe Biden? He is specifically responsible for targeting your demographic. What is the matter with you? Anyway, I digress. So yeah, he was up there, you know, ranting about that. But he's right. We have lost a whole bunch of liberties. Um, but people are fighting back and they're fighting it through these vaccine mandates. Um, like I said, I challenge you, find it. Where did it get into writing? Where did he put that in, pen to paper? Where did he sign his name to this? Because he said it, uh, but we all say a lot of things, you know, it's like at the playground when you threatened to kick somebody's ass, you know, didn't happen, hopefully, but uh, you said it. <laughs> um, but hopefully you didn't, you know, put your money where your mouth was. Same thing, same thing. He said it. But for all those companies that are rolling out with it, because they knew that this is all they'd have to do. All you have to do is just threaten it, Joe Biden, and all the sheep companies, boy, they will march lockstep and they'll go after their own. You better believe they will. They started with the health sector. What changed? They, you know, the nurses and doctors went from heroes last year, working with COVID patients, you know, working all those hours, despite having time to TikTok dance for everybody. That was awful. Thank God that trend ended. But, you know, they're out there with all the, oh, we're so overworked. I'm sure you were overworked. Obviously not enough to not do these stupid dances, but, you know, whatever. I digress. They were heroes last year, and now they're fired. But I did see a really great meme out there that said, um, all of those nurses and doctors that are getting fired for not taking the vaccine, can can you guys just start your own clinic? Because a lot of us would like to go to you instead of your sheep replacement. Um, and that's a hundred percent. Like I would like to find out who you are and I would come to see you personally. Charge my insurance more. I don't care. Seriously. Like I would rather go to you because you have a brain uh, than the sheep replacement that is going to just tell me what, uh, you know, whatever the government or board 
told them to say. So that's where I'm at with it, folks. That is where I am. Um, uh, let's see. So this is kind of interesting out of Texas. I know we're going to take a, a strange turn here, but um, corporate, I'm sorry, corporate, corrupt media spin Texas legislators saying boys can't destroy girls' sports as controversial. Uh, what? Why would that be controversial? Biological males playing against biological females have a biological advantage. If you were just to dexter somebody, uh, you would find out that boys have larger muscles. Oh! <gasps> That's not a surprise. That's why they're stronger. Uh, they also have a larger heart and larger lung capacity. I wonder why that is. Oh, it's so that they can run faster. They can jump higher. They can uh, push their bodies further for longer. You know, they are supposed to be the hunter-gatherer. They're supposed to be the warrior. And the women are supposed to be nurturing. So girls have um, less muscle mass. Also, you know, smaller lungs and smaller hearts. So not that controversial. It's actually based in science. Uh, that's for the kids in the back who always yell, believe the science. Which science are we talking about again? Actual science or scientism? I'm confused when you say believe the science. Science is real. Yeah, it used to be real. It. I don't know that it's still real. But I hope it's real for you, whatever land you live in, because my science remains real. But uh, yeah, this is not controversial. It is a thing. Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I don't even know why people are arguing about that. These are the same people who are like, you know, believe the science. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, don't you just get tired of it? I don't know. I do. I absolutely get sick of it. It's just garbage. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our cue. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, a wonderful Monday at least. We will talk to you again on Wednesday. As always, thank you for tuning in and listening. Love and God bless and stay deplorable, patriots. <laughs>